0: Just get vaccinated. It's the best tool that will protect you.
1: Welcome to WFSU's Perpetual Pandemic Podcast. I'm Gina Jordan. The COVID-19 unit at Tallahassee Memorial Hospital is back open and busier than ever. The nasty Delta variant is being blamed for a widespread surge of infections and breakthrough cases in those who've been fully vaccinated.
0: We have seen a significant increase in our numbers in Leon County and also hospitalizations.
1: Dr. Himanshi Shaw is a physician and chair of the medical staff at TMH. She says the hospital is seeing much younger COVID patients in this surge.
0: We have age ranges from 20s, um, 30s, 40s, um, which we didn't see before.
1: What would you say to people who say the vaccinations do nothing?
0: So to them, I would say this with the current variant and even the previous variant, vaccinations do work. It is your best tool that will protect you against getting the COVID-19 infection, but that doesn't mean that you will not get the infection. You can still get breakthrough infections, which is a relatively low percentage, but the severity of the illness can be avoided at all costs if you're vaccinated. So currently you're seeing these younger folks who have no medical issues are coming in with significant severity of illnesses. They are sick, a lot of them are in ICUs, which could have been totally avoided if they had just been vaccinated.
1: This Delta variant, we we keep hearing how highly contagious it is, but it sounds like it's also worse.
0: The severity of illnesses is worse in the younger folks, for sure. We didn't necessarily see that in last year. The younger folks tended to do well, uh, but they still got, many of them still were not hospitalized as the numbers are now. So younger folks are more hospitalized this time around than the last time around. We didn't see patients in their 30s and 40s that we're seeing now. So that's a major concern because these are younger folks and many of them are in ICU and we're worried, you know, some of them may not survive. All I can say is this is an unvaccinated pandemic. If you're all vaccinated, then we can avoid the hospitalizations and the deaths and I I hope more and more people get vaccinated.
2: My family had very minimal symptoms my wife and I were completely vaccinated.
1: Leon County Commissioner Brian Welch says his family of five avoided COVID until this summer. Welch is also a social studies teacher and now back at work at Childs High School. He says he encourages masks but thinks they should be optional. He's also promoting vaccinations, which has brought criticism.
2: I've received vitriol from personal friends of mine just about doing these interviews. If you can believe that with me getting COVID after being vaccinated and then coming out and telling everybody they need to get vaccinated, some personal friends of mine have been not so nice to me about that. And that just goes to tell you the level of just division about vaccines and science. I mean, people are really adamant about not getting vaccinated. They don't think it's necessary. And I disagree with that. However, you know, I don't think that shaming people is the way to go. And I don't do that. I just simply sort of quote statistics and say, hey, you know, 96% or 98% of the people in our hospitals right now are unvaccinated that are struggling with this.
1: You know, you're in a unique position. You're a local leader. You're a parent. You're a high school teacher. Any observations or words of wisdom you want to offer just based on everything that's come your way in the last few months?
2: I think that it is vital that we encourage folks to get vaccinated. And I get it. It's a personal choice. I think we need to acknowledge that up front. Some folks are just adamantly opposed to getting vaccinated. But I think that the data and the statistics are overwhelmingly in support of the effectiveness of the vaccines in both limiting spread as well as limiting hospitalizations and and ultimately deaths. So I think that people need to embrace the idea that if you don't get vaccinated and we don't achieve a level of herd immunity, we're going to see further spread. And that spread is going to impact society. All the things that we saw last year that put a lot of folks out of business, that really created societal problems. You know, I think people don't really think about the positives, right? The idea that we get to go on as society, right? Yeah, you might have to get a, a vaccine that you're skeptical about. But the reward is the science is showing us that we could go back to normal relatively if we get enough people vaccinated. From a teacher's perspective, I think the schools are very concerned. At the high school level, you know, last year we had kids and sports teams withdrawing themselves to avoid getting infected and ruining their seasons. Athletics and clubs and extracurricular stuff is so important at the high school level. It's going to be very interesting to see what kind of conversations coaches and sponsors have with their team members and their club members about vaccines. I don't anticipate a bunch of high school kids wearing masks, but I think you might see a, a larger number of high school kids getting vaccinated than you anticipated because of the risk to their seasons and their clubs. The elementary schools create a whole different dynamic I think that the solution to the elementary school problem is not necessarily required masks, but I would like to see the school district come up with a way to accommodate at-risk kids. And I think the school system especially is concerning because if the school systems come to a halt, what are you going to do? You know, we've got people now just now starting to go back to the office after 18 months and then boom, we run up on vaccine hesitancy and massive spread. And that's gonna put us right back to square one, potentially, which is just a really scary thought, honestly. That, to me, is the most scary thought.
1: We began this podcast series with Carson Mitchell talking about missing moments. She missed her coworkers at Florida Conservation Voters. She missed potluck dinners and normal routines. I recently visited Carson in the same park in Tallahassee's Indian Head Lehigh neighborhood where we met last fall. And a note, this chat happened as the pandemic seemed to be waning right before the surge.
3: Well, the biggest thing that has changed is I am engaged to be married Uh, in September. I will marry uh, my partner of six years, um, and we're just so excited. Congrats. Thank you. So a really cool thing that came out of the pandemic. Yes. Yes, and, you know, I don't think I'm alone when I say at the beginning of the pandemic, when we were both home, I'm like, man, are we going to get through this? Like, can we be one-on-one together all the time, sharing the same workspace, all of that? And what I learned after coming out of that initial hump was, I can't do this without you. Like, the support and the love was so important, but also the accountability you know um, he signed us up for our vaccinations uh, in early April and he said I'm just tired of saying no to you I know you want to go out with your friends I know you want to go do this and that Um, I'm really tired of, of being the person in the relationship who has to be like no let's think about this Carson like these are the risks so having that partner to keep me accountable was Really important, not just for the pandemic and for health reasons, but for me personally. You've had some wonderful stuff happen. Did you find yourself depressed? Definitely. There has definitely been times this year where I've reached rock bottom. I feel like in my life, just really a lot of, who am I? And um, thankfully, I did a lot of therapy this year. I mean, like a lot of people, like the pandemic was just an addition to a lot of the mental health stigma and issues that we have. So at the end of the day, I would say I'm happier than I have been in a long time, knowing and having that assurance that I can control my moods, I can control my emotions, I can control my perspective, and I can... Set meaningful boundaries with the people I love and ask for help when I need it. Trust that the people around me are there for me. Talking to my amazing online therapist just brought out a lot of things that I already knew.
1: I think a lot of people did a lot of soul searching. Absolutely. Is there any one thing that's going to stick with you, do you think, after the pandemic has gone? Changes you've made or things that you've learned as a direct result of your experience during the pandemic?
3: I think... The main thing is really a lesson I actually learned uh, or I listened to on WFSU last night. A problem shared is a problem solved. We aren't alone. Like, we are a neighborhood. We are a community. We are a culture of helpers. And, like, really just stepping into that and making yourself humble and asking for the help that you need is so important. And it seems like a really simple thing, right? But sometimes we need a reminder of those simple things
1: you got therapy you made Mm -hmm. some discoveries about yourself did you see people struggling
3: absolutely absolutely even just talking to other young women who i'm friends with and sharing things that like i said are simple was helpful for me and helpful for them so something um that my therapist said is eat the fish spit out the bones you can take the good out of a situation and spit out the bad and that's okay
1: What about those daily walks? Are you still doing those?
3: I have kind of stopped doing those a little bit. We did go back to the office. So what did stay is I keep that eight to nine hour for myself. If I want to spend some extra time in the garden, that's when I do it. That time is mine permanently. And you said you're getting married in September? September. Yes. So hopefully a ton of people with no masks. 35 people no masks. And I think a wedding is a good perspective of how COVID kind of changes your your thinking about things too, changes your priorities. We wanted to go with simple. We wanted our our closest and best friends and our family members to all be safe and and really enjoy quality time together. So that was really important to us.
1: That's great. So literally a direct result of the pandemic is that you reconfigured what your wedding probably would have looked like otherwise. Right. Have you taken a vacation that you were longing to
3: take? Yes, I was able to go to one of my close friends' weddings in Virginia. You know, family was able to come and visit uh, to help wedding plan. And my honeymoon's going to be amazing. Ten days in Andalusia, in southern Spain. Travel has been just something that, that I have been like relishing, like really the bright spot. The most important thing I've learned during this year has been to make time for our families and make time to nourish relationships because often you know we're going 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 we have our schedule filled but when do you put family time on your schedule my father was diagnosed with cancer this year and thankfully he's in that process of healing but i realized wow am i so busy that i can't even call my dad Am I so busy that I can't go visit him or take time to check in on him? So that was really kind of like an eye-opening moment. Family is the most important thing in our lives. Period. I've learned to find joy in little things. In watching the Blue Jays that have been in this tree uh, hop around. The joy of uh, seeing baby cardinals being fed by their parents. Being able to be present and... I think I share this with other people that time is different now I see time kind of as like oh it's cicada season hear them oh it's the hydrangeas are out and they're popping and they're beautiful it's coneflower season you know seeing my time and my existence and my place in Tallahassee Florida as something remarkably beautiful to be enjoyed every day Thanks to Carson Mitchell
1: for that update. And again, that chat happened right before the current surge. Carson says grief caught up with her this summer when she was able to let down her guard and get out of survival mode. Now with COVID surging again, she says she's reverting back to some of her initial pandemic precautions. Thank you for joining us for the Perpetual Pandemic Podcast. For WFSU Public Media, I'm Gina Jordan.